Good morning, gamers. Welcome to Morning Martin, your trusted source for the latest in gaming news. Grab your morning potion and let's level up your day. In a recent podcast, Xbox executives Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty shared insights into Xbox's future strategy amidst discussions around the platform's move towards a third-party publishing strategy. The highlight of the conversation was the confirmation that four Xbox-exclusive games would be going multi-platform, though Spencer chose not to reveal the specific titles to preserve the announcement efforts of the respective development teams. Contrary to speculation, it was clarified that Indiana Jones and Starfield are not among the games transitioning to multi-platform. The Verge later reported that the games set to become multi-platform include Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded, as mentioned in a blog post and podcast by Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer. Furthermore, the podcast brought to light the upcoming edition of Diablo 4 to Game Pass on March 28th, marking the beginning of Activision Blizzard Games' integration into the service, after a delay attributed to regulatory challenges. In terms of hardware, Xbox confirmed its work on next-gen consoles, promising the largest technical leap ever seen in a hardware generation. This commitment to advancing hardware technology underscores Xbox's dedication to maintaining its consoles as the flagship gaming experience, even as it expands its reach to multi-platform offerings. Additionally, Spencer discussed efforts to optimize the Windows operating system for better performance on handheld PCs, like the Asus ROG Ally, highlighting the aim to enhance gaming experiences on such devices. The podcast also revealed that Game Pass now boasts 34 million subscribers across console, PC, and cloud platforms, with significant growth observed in PC and cloud segments. Sony has entered into a partnership with the game developer Far From Home, making the upcoming title Forever Skies a PlayStation, five-console exclusive set for release in 2024. Forever Skies, a first-person post-apocalyptic survival game, is currently available on Steam in Early Access and is expected to exit Early Access later this year. Upon completion of its Early Access phase, Forever Skies will simultaneously debut on PS5 and have its full version released on Steam. As part of the agreement, Sony Interactive Entertainment will be supporting the development of Forever Skies with funding and other resources. Far From Home has emphasized that this deal with Sony will not impact the PC version of the game, ensuring that PC players' experience remains unaffected. The developer's statement highlights the simultaneous launch of Forever Skies on PS5 alongside the full version on Steam, marking its console debut exclusively on PlayStation 5. Zia UM, the studio behind the critically acclaimed Disco Elysium, has reportedly halted development on a standalone expansion for the game, a move that places nearly a quarter of its workforce in jeopardy of redundancy. According to insiders speaking with video games by GLHF, approximately 24 employees could be affected by this decision. Those most at risk include staff who contributed to a project known internally as Project X7, believed to be the expansion for Disco Elysium, particularly roles such as 2D, 3D and technical artists, as well as those in production, IT and animation. 
GLHF claims to have seen a communication from CEO Ilmar Kompas to the staff, in which he states that after eight months of concerted efforts by the management team and the X7 disciplines, he has made the tough call to cancel Project X7. This decision, he noted, is likely to result in layoffs within the studio, marking a significant shift from the earlier suspension of Project P1, a new sci-fi game. Furthermore, it was mentioned that a sequel to Disco Elysium, known as Project Y12, was allegedly cancelled in 2022. This leaves ZAUM with just two active projects, one of which is rumoured to be related to Disco Elysium. Embracer Group has announced that it anticipates further layoffs, in addition to the significant number of employees already let go since the commencement of its major restructuring efforts in June. The company has reported a reduction of 1,387 staff members across two quarters, amounting to 8% of its global workforce. This downsizing came in two waves, with 904 employees laid off in the second quarter, and another 483 in the third quarter of the financial year. CEO Lars Wingefors expressed the difficulty of these decisions, emphasizing that the layoffs were conducted with care, respect and integrity, focusing primarily on the well-being of the affected employees. These measures are part of a broader strategy to streamline operations and improve financial health. Furthermore, Embracer is exploring the sale of parts of its expansive portfolio, amidst speculation that Gearbox Entertainment, the developer behind the Borderlands series, might be sold. This speculation arises despite Embracer's aggressive expansion in recent years, which saw the acquisition of Gearbox in February 2021, along with other notable studios like Crystal Dynamics. Wingafors noted that the divestment processes are in advanced stages and hinted at possible restructuring within its subsidiaries prior to finalizing any sales. He affirmed that the overarching goal of these strategic moves is to maximize shareholder value, indicating a focus on financial stabilization and strategic realignment in response to current challenges. Following recent dissatisfaction with Diablo 4's Portal Reskin prices, which matched the cost of the game PAL World, Blizzard is now facing criticism for introducing a new microtransaction, a horse bundle priced higher than Diablo for itself. This controversial bundle features the Vitreous Scourge mount and is available for $64.99, including 7,000 platinum. This price point is notably higher than Diablo 4's current sale price of $41.99, with no option to purchase the Vitreous Scourge mount separately. Diablo 4, a full-priced action role-playing game that is not free to play, has seen its fair share of contentious microtransactions since its highly successful launch in June. Despite the Vitreous Scourge mount being a purely cosmetic item that does not impact gameplay, its introduction has sparked debate among players and critics about the nature and pricing of in-game purchases within Diablo 4. Starbreeze Entertainment, the developer behind Payday 3, has openly acknowledged that the game's sales and player engagement levels are significantly lower than anticipated. This admission was made during the company's recent financial earnings report, as covered by Game Developer. Starbreeze emphasized that revitalizing Payday 3 is now its biggest focus and absolute priority, with a commitment to enhancing the game to meet players' expectations. 
Despite the current challenges, Starbreeze remains optimistic about Payday 3's future prospects. The company cited several instances within the gaming industry, where titles that initially faced difficulties eventually achieved long-term success. Starbreeze plans to adopt a similar approach by taking player feedback seriously, continuing to support the game, and maintaining transparent communication with its community and stakeholders. The Paul World Development Team, through their community manager Bucky, has responded to discussions concerning the game's player count since its launch, describing the commentary as lazy. Bucky shared insights on Twitter X about Pal World's journey since its release in early access on PC and Xbox Series X and S. Initially hopeful that the game would attract 50,000 players, the team was astounded to see numbers soaring into the millions, defying their expectations. Pal World's launch was nothing short of phenomenal, with 12 million copies sold on Steam and a record-breaking peak concurrent player count of 2,101,867, making it the second highest on Valve's platform to date. The game also made a significant impact on Xbox, becoming the most successful third-party launch on Game Pass, with over 7 million players and nearly 3 million daily peak players. Despite a decline in concurrent players on Steam from its peak, Paul World remains the third most played game on the platform, trailing only behind Giants Counter-Strike 2 and Dota 2. Bucky emphasized the team's ongoing efforts to address issues and roll out new content and pals, reassuring players that the journey for Paul World is just beginning and that fluctuations in player engagement are natural as some may move on after exploring the game. The focus remains on enhancing the Paul World experience for its robust and active community. Arrowhead CEO Johan Peilstedt has made it clear in a response to a query on Twitter X that PvP mode will not be introduced to Helldivers 2. This decision stems from the desire to maintain a non-toxic community atmosphere. Peelstedt emphasized the importance of fostering an environment where players feel supported and enjoy fun gameplay while collaborating against common enemies. Helldivers 2, celebrated for its cooperative third-person shooter gameplay, invites players to join forces in battling alien bugs and automatons across expansive maps filled with intense action and cinematic moments. That wraps up today's episode of Morning Martlet, where we've ventured through the twists and turns of the gaming industry. And until next time, keep playing, keep dreaming, and keep listening to Morning Martlet.